Section 9 of Old Granny Fox by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section 9. Farmer Brown's Boy Sets a Trap and Prickly Porky Takes a Sunbath. Chapter 26. Farmer Brown's Boy Sets a Trap. The trouble is that troubles are, more frequently than not, brought on by naught but carelessness, by someone who forgot. Granny Fox had hoped that those two hens she and Reddy had stolen from Farmer Brown's henhouse would not be missed, but they were. They were missed the very first thing the next morning when Farmer Brown's boy went to feed the biddies. He discovered right away that the little sliding door, which should have closed the opening through which the hens went in and out of the house, was open, and then he remembered that he had left the henyard gate open the night before. Carefully, Farmer Brown's boy examined the hole with the sliding door. Ha! said he presently, and held up two red hairs which he had found on the edge of the door. Ha! I thought as much. I was careless last night and didn't fasten this door, and I left the gate open. Reddy Fox has been here, and now I know what has become of those two hens. I suppose it serves me right for my carelessness, and I suppose, if the truth were known, those hens were of more real good to him than they ever could have been to me, because the poor fellow must be having pretty hard work to get a living these hard winter days. Still, I can't have him stealing any more. That would never do at all. If I shut them up every night and am not careless, he can't get them. But accidents will happen, and I might do just as I did last night. Think I had locked up when I hadn't. I don't like to set a trap for Reddy, but I must teach the rascal a lesson. If I don't, he will get so bold that those chickens won't be safe even in the broad daylight. Now, at just that very time over in their home, Granny and Reddy Fox were talking over plans for the future, and shrewd old Granny was pointing out to Reddy how necessary it was that they should keep away from that henyard for some time. We've had a good dinner, a splendid dinner, and if we are smart enough, we may be able to get more good dinners where this one came from, said she. But we certainly won't if we are too greedy. But I don't believe Farmer Brown's boy has missed those two chickens, and I don't see any reason at all why we shouldn't go back there tonight and get two more if he is stupid enough to leave that gate and little door open, whined Reddy. Maybe he hasn't missed those two, but if we should take two more, he certainly would miss them, and he would guess what had become of them, and that might get us into no end of trouble, snapped Granny. We are not starving now, and the best thing for us to do is to keep away from that henhouse until we can't get anything to eat anywhere else. Now you mind what I tell you, Reddy, and don't you dare go near there. Reddy promised. And so it came about that Farmer Brown's boy hunted up a trap all for nothing, so far as Reddy and Granny were concerned. Very carefully he bound strips of cloth around the jaws of the trap, for he couldn't bear to think of those cruel jaws cutting into the leg of Reddy, should he happen to get caught. You see, Farmer Brown's boy didn't intend to kill Reddy if he should catch him, but to make him a prisoner for a while 
and so keep him out of mischief. That night he hid the trap very cunningly just inside the henhouse, where anyone creeping through that little hole made for the hens to go in and out would be sure to step in it. Then he purposefully left the little sliding door open part way, as if it had been forgotten, and he also left the henyard gate open, just as he had done the night before. "'There now, Master Reddy,' said he, talking to himself. "'I rather think that you are going to get into trouble before morning.' And doubtless Reddy would have done just that thing, but for the wisdom of sly old Granny. Chapter 27 Prickly Porky Takes a Sunbath Danger comes when least expected. Tis often near when not expected. The long, hard winter had passed, and spring had come. Prickly Porky, the porcupine, came down from a tall poplar tree and slowly stretched himself. He was tired of eating. He was tired of swinging in the treetop. I believe I'll have a sunbath, said Prickly Porky, and lazily walked toward the edge of the green forest in search of a place where the sun lay warm and bright. Now, Prickly Porky's stomach was very, very full. He was fat and naturally lazy, so when he came to the doorstop of an old house just on the edge of the green forest, he sat down to rest. It was sunny and warm there, and the longer he sat there, the less like moving he felt. He looked about him with his dull eyes and grunted to himself. It's a deserted house. Nobody lives here, and I guess nobody'll care if I take a nap right here on the doorstep, said Prickly Porky to himself. And I don't care if they do, he added, for Prickly Porky the porcupine was afraid of nobody and nothing. So, Prickly Porky made himself as comfortable as possible, yawned once or twice, tried to wink at jolly round red Mr. Sun, who was winking and smiling down at him, and then fell fast asleep right on the doorstep of the old house. Now, the old house had been deserted. Nobody had lived in it for a long, long time, a very long time indeed. But it happened that the night before, old Granny Fox and Reddy Fox had had to move out of their nice home on the edge of the green meadows, because Farmer Brown's boy had found it. Reddy was very stiff and sore, for he had been shot by a hunter. He was so sore he could hardly walk, and could not go very far. So old Granny Fox had led him to the old deserted house and put him to bed in that. "'No one will think of looking for us here, for everyone knows that no one lives here,' said old Granny Fox, as she made Reddy as comfortable as possible. As soon as it was daylight, Granny Fox slipped out to watch for Farmer Brown's boy, for she felt sure that he would come back to the house they had left, and sure enough he did. He brought a spade and dug the house open, and all the time old Granny Fox was watching him from behind a fence corner and laughing to think she had been smart enough to move in the night. But Reddy Fox didn't know anything about this. He was so tired that he slept and slept and slept. It was the middle of the morning when finally he awoke. 
He yawned and stretched, and when he stretched, he groaned because he was so stiff and sore. Then he hobbled up toward the doorway to see if old Granny Fox had left any breakfast outside for him. It was dark, very dark. Reddy was puzzled. Could it be that he had gotten up before daylight? That he hadn't slept as long as he thought? Perhaps he had slept the whole day through, and it was night again. My, how hungry he was! I hope Granny has caught a fine fat chicken for me, thought Reddy, and his mouth watered. Just then he ran bump into something. Ow! screamed Reddy Fox and clapped both hands to his nose. Something was sticking into it. It was one of the sharp little spears that Prickly Porky hides in his coat. Reddy Fox knew then why the old house was so dark. Prickly Porky was blocking up the doorway. End of Section 9